Welcome uh, back to uh, a very special episode of Everybody Loves Tom. I'm here with Schwartz, Jason, and uh, we're going to be answering some questions from our Patreon members. And anyone who wants to sign up for Patreon, please, we welcome you to do that. And you can ask us questions. We will answer them uh, as best we can. We also do feed picks. Yes. And, um, yeah, Schwartz, Schwartz does feed picks. It's nice to be here with you guys. Yeah, this yeah, is nice. Good to see you. I like the haircut. Thanks. It's it's fresh. I uh, yeah. I'm like kind of struggling. I'm losing my voice a little bit. So if it, if I if it, I sound a little pubescent. Yeah. Are you okay? Exactly. I'm okay. I got I got. I don't want to put you on the spot. We just started, but I'm. I got to be honest. You said something disturbing the other day, and I wanted to address it while we're here. Okay. Uh, I've so, been I've been a little worried about you. Uh oh. I don't know if Jason knows this, but Tom said. He said he's thinking about getting a neck tattoo. What? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Uh, Sorry, I I was. <laughs> is that okay? <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you should, man. I've been, I, I've been thinking about it. It's a You've bold been move. About it. You've been thinking about it more than I. Have. I know, but I used to, you were dead serious. I, I was kind of serious. How big though? Yeah, what Where? are we talking Where here? Like Justin Bieber, side. a little cursive, or like are you talking full blown sleeve? No, just like on the neck, maybe. You've been rocking the fake ones. Yeah. Yeah. I'm liking those, but they go I, away. I think I might stick to the <laughs> fake ones for now. Yeah. Okay. I like them. These ones are faded. Yeah. The I one mean, on like, your arm. To me, to me, it seems like a uh, a smart choice. The neck tattoo? Like a, no. Oh. No. The fake, the ones? fake ones. I was going to say. <laughs> Some, I, there was this girl that was uh, I was talking to. She was a beautiful girl. And she had this tattoo, and she's like, she was like making fun of my fake tats she like, was like like so disgusted and she had like real tats and i gotta be honest one of them was like she's like yeah this is i don't want to say what it is <laughs> is it a butterfly on her lower back was, n- sorry kayla no my old roommate from college i, I love you if you ever see this my ex from high school anyways uh no it was a um she said it's this famous person you know Whatever, and I'm like, that literally looks like it could be anybody. Like it could be my mom. <laughs> if you want to get one, get one. I just, I not that you're not a rock star because you are. I mean, you guys literally have a band and everything. But I, what are the pre- prerequisites for, to be able to get it? Like, I feel like you need uh, a longer resume, more credentials before you get a tattoo. I mean, on your neck, what that's it? permanent. No, there's that's a redundant. lot of people that have yeah. neck tattoos. Yeah, kind of hip right now. Yeah, it's been it's okay. been for a while. But when it's, I'm worried about when it's not hip anymore. But you still have. I feel like it's bull. Then I feel like here's the thing. I'm a contrarian. Is that I feel like it's it's been cool for so long that like it's not gonna not be because everybody still has tattoos. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's also with the face tattoos too. Yeah. The, I don't know. It's like yeah. Now people are getting face tattoos. Really? Yeah. It's, Did you put uh, any like fake one on on your face? When no. You did all those? No. Yeah, that's a little much. It depends on the type of face tattoo. If it's something that's um speaks to your culture or you know. Yeah. Right. Right. I think you ran out of space everywhere else. Like, do you never start on the face? <laughs> right. <laughs> Probably not. Cold no. That's what I'm saying. The face tattoo. That'd um, be a. We can change the subject. I'm yeah. Sorry. No, let's stay on tattoos <laughs> the whole time. Um, well. The Dr. Drew episode is doing really well. Yeah. We're getting a lot of great feedback. Yeah, it was... Uh, it was an amazing episode. I was touched. You guys. Seriously, yeah, I, I, was, I was dialed in. I was... Yeah, I didn't expect to... Uh, like I said, I, I was ready to just ask him questions, reminisce, you know, which yeah. is what I want to do when we have guests on a lot. Like, I would love to, like, reminisce and talk about... Yeah, like, we're, we're always ready with questions for the guests, but it always... They want to ask you more questions, I think. I, I'm, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. Like, he, you know, when Dr. Drew was interviewing us for Special Forces, he seemed, like, slightly nervous. His energy in here talking about me seemed to put him at ease. I don't know, like, yeah, I mean, it was he because he felt like, like he was in his in his comfort zone, of course, his wheelhouse. He's like no, like used to doing that. Yeah, I mean, like, like he was a pro, you know, like you're looking yeah. at somebody who's like you know thirty, forty years experience. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if he was really, it felt like we were in a Tom Sandoval therapy session. It was amazing, totally. Yeah, because Schwartz, you said you found out stuff about Tom that you've never heard before, and you've known Tom for how many? Thirteen years, fourteen maybe. Yeah, now? And and it's amazing. Um, we have an update, by the way. If anyone's interested, what? Because at one point during the episode, Tom looked over at me, 
in a slightly sarcastic voice. He's like, I bet you you'd score higher on the narcissist test than me. So I took it. And? I got a two. What? What? Which I'm actually a little concerned about. Because uh -oh. I think it means, I think, I don't, I, listen, I wish Dr. Drew was here, but I think it means I'm too passive, which I'm already aware of. I am too passive by nature. But a two? <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Oh, and we don't have to. You're like the least narcissistic person ever. But maybe to a fault. But what does it mean? I think you want a little narcissism, right? I mean, I, I everybody a little bit. I don't know. Anyways, let's let's wait till we have Drew back to dissect <laughs> that. Yeah, guys, I just got back from New York. How was it? I was promoting the the, the new season of Winter House. Ooh, not to I'm rub it in. To check it out. I know you're supposed to be there. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the most fun trips of my entire life. People think wow. people think I'm full of shit when I say that I was supposed to be on it. Yeah, tentatively. There was a lot of things happening. I was but. supposed to be on it. Literally, yeah. producers were hitting me up. I was supposed to be on it. And then, yeah. you know, st I stopped filming. And so they, like, put me on hold for it. And then Schwartz left and I stayed here. Why was it so fun, Schwartz? Oh, I mean, where do I begin? I, gotta, <laughs> I feel like I've been a little, like, precious about it, even with, like, my Instagram captions. But I, I kind of I fell in love with everyone there. That if, I think I was going through a lot of shit, not just, you know. Yeah. But like stuff with my family and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just such a welcomed retreat. And um, also it was great to reconnect with nature. And I just, like, those are like my my, my, my soulmate friends. Dude, you I, looked like you were really happy. I was so happy. And it's um, like, it's kind of like a bubble when you go there. It really yeah. is, man. It's like, like it's, a air, bubble. it's airport rules 24 7. Whoa. Yeah. If you want to wake up and drink at six, it's perfectly <laughs> okay. No one's going to judge you. Um, you know? Whatever, anything goes. Like, there's hookups in the bathroom. Ooh, damn. Um, I'm just saying, it's just, yeah. Do you have a hookup in the bathroom? No, not me. But <laughs> um, you fell in love with everybody there. Was there one person in particular? Um, <laughs> damn. Put me on the spot. No. no. <laughs> well, I guess we gotta wait. We gotta wait and see. We gotta wait and see. Okay, the lamest PR <laughs> answer of all time. No, I, it, it, yeah. but it's but it's true. I mean, yeah. come on, you can't. No, can't, we can't spoil the spoil surprise. Anything. Yeah, but I will be tuning in because I can't wait to. see Thank it. you guys. Yeah, um, it was really fun. You better not be hotter than me. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be honest. I'm a little like protective over it because it was such a sacred little moment in my life that I almost don't want it to air. And I've told Tom I'm kind of like this about my wedding. I've actually only watched it one time because it's so perfect. You actually did watch it. Yes. Okay. Were you there when Katie sat me down? I, I watched no. like 25 percent of it, and then I, I was like, I can't do it because it's so perfectly preserved in my mind. The wedding. One of the happiest days of my life. Yeah. I know we're very healthfully, healthfully, we're happy, not happily, Jesus, we're <laughs> amicably divorced. Everything's yeah. cool, but like, yes, that's still Tom. You were there. Yeah, it was I'm amazing. It might probably, probably one lately. of my favorite weddings of all time. Thank you. Yeah, I know you've told me that a lot. Me too, by the way. It was just a great combination of people. You know, the location enveloped the location in the woods, Gregal, California. Yeah, just the overall magical. vibe was really just freaking great yeah yacht rock band yeah yes what a party hell yeah i think trumpet came out at one point yeah, <laughs> yeah. fortunately and unfortunately <laughs> yeah one of my favorite vpr moments was when you played the trumpet in that guy's ear he loved that and he was like get it out of my ear <laughs> that yeah. is, just makes me laugh every time yeah it's and speaking i was trying to find the key <laughs> so it's like the best thing is right like in his ear you know, I'm not like this guy who's got like, you know, like we have people in our band that are just like perfect pitch. Like, no, they can hear a key, know it right away. I'm like, I got to go searching for that thing. Yeah. yeah. And you go, you go searching on the trumpet in somebody else's ear while they're trying to play a song. Not fun. Oh, no, I don't think so. Uh, and BravoCon is coming up. Yes. yes. Excited? Nervous? Both. <laughs> in Vegas? I mean, you know, there's, I'm sure there's going to be... People drinking. I'm yeah. hoping, you know, I'm I'm hoping people are just overly, overall just excited. Do you think you're going to get booed? Um, Yeah, okay. for sure. Because um, I think what, we've talked about this uh, a lot. And, like, one-on-one, -on -one, people are lovely. Yeah. And their humanity is shining bright. But, but when like, they get together. Yeah. Like Dr. Drew said. Yeah. The, I have a feeling there could possibly be some people that I'm just, like, you know, that feel they need to confront me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. I uh, I feel like you're you're you're. Uh, I'm a little nervous about being on the same stage as Ariana. Mm. Because if I if she comes out, it's like yay, whatever. And then you know, I come out, it's like, you know, 
and people are gonna be like wanting to show their like loyalty and to Team Ariana or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I'm a little nervous about that. Do you feel? By the way, I I told you this earlier, but I, I started watching Special Forces. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm all caught up to date. It's such a good show. I'm fully Dude. invested. I don't invest in a lot of shows these days. Thanks for watching, man. I'm yeah, sad. you don't you yeah. don't normally watch stuff I, like that. I don't, but I really like the cast. They're um, great, and and, and um, I got to be honest, like from from episode one, <laughs> I know, like when he looked at JoJo in the eye, and he's like, JoJo, he said it with like such disdain. He's like, don't look me in the eye. I don't like you. <laughs> from that moment on, I was so invested. I laughed so hard. And uh, anyways, man, do you think in some way, shape, or form, you're you're better prepared because of Special Forces for BravoCon and um, any potential public shaming um yeah i mean it definitely definitely helped yeah yeah i was ready i was ready for it there i, I think you're gonna at BravoCon. the difference is you're gonna get a lot of upswings there's gonna be people that are like oh my gosh and then there's gonna be people like ew like yeah 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 well, speaking of special forces we just recapped a bunch of episodes yeah that are on the patreon yes go check it out and this is actually a good lead into one of the questions Okay. From our Patreon people. Um, this is from Krista. Thank you, Krista. Krista, hello. Uh, she asks, I'm currently watching Special Forces. Who did you bond with the most? And what do you think was the biggest aha moment you had there? I mean, I really I really got along with, like, Bodie and Bodie Miller and Jack Osborne. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but everybody, really everybody, in, in sort of different ways, like, I really bonded with Kelly Rizzo, uh, and also, you know, with Brian Austin Green at times. You know, Brian Austin Green looked a little earlier, and um, and then Kelly did, you know, but it. I feel like everybody had their moments, and then too, even like, with um, you know, with JoJo, like totally bonded with her, um, and yeah, I like it's pretty like everybody. It, it's it, in different ways, mm. you know, like. We would be put in different situations. I mean, you know, and certain people uh, handle stress and things differently. You know, uh, Tyler, he was very much to himself. Also, Nick was more to himself. I mean, I kind of was too. Like the last thing I wanted to do was say anything stupid. Or... A lot of people seemed very introspective. Yeah. I mean, I saw camaraderie, but I felt like a lot of people were doing some soul searching. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. JoJo, though, seemed like someone who stood out as a leader she was a cheerleader yeah she was totally a cheerleader always checking everybody yeah always looking yeah and and we all did that like nobody wanted us it's nobody wanted anyone to leave at any point in time we were all like uh even uh you know robert and uh robert and when brian austin green were like talking about leaving they were talking about leaving the day before and everybody's sitting there trying to convince them yeah including myself you know, yeah. Um, even like with Kelly, like I know it looked like I was being like a dick or whatever, but I was trying to go the other route from Tyler when we were carrying the boat. Like, come on, suck it up, like that kind of type yeah. thing. Um, what was it like? I, um, being punched in the face by Jack Osborne. Um, well, I was punched in the face by both Jack Osborne <laughs> and by Nick Val. When was before then? I I wanted to ask because what I was like, when was first of all. And I'm not condoning or supporting or encouraging violence, but every once in a while, I think it's kind of a good humbling experience to be punched in the face. I think the last time I was punched in the face was by James Kennedy during that barroom brawl up at Mixology in the oh Grove. Oh my God! He punched me. He 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 socked me good. Wow! But um, I wasn't mad. I, I on some. I don't know where I'm going with this. Is that weird? <laughs> Just I, it, it kind of Just was like, not very painful. I felt <laughs> Fight Club esque. I kind of felt alive. Yeah, not that I was dead inside before, but it was like uh, I was like maybe I needed to be punched in the face. I don't know. It's pretty. Uh, when was the last time you were punched in the face before Special Forces? Do you remember? Um, maybe it, it might have been that moment in Mixology. Oh, you've never been. Oh, James, you got punched too, dude. That guy <laughs> cheap shot me like three times. <laughs> I mean, we should put this in there. I don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> 
<laughs> apologies because it's, it's like we were yeah. way out of line. But like that was the only time I've ever been in a real barroom brawl. Was I was looking brawl. for chairs. I was looking for beer bottles. Dude, I wanted was, blood. Dude, oh, there was put that video up. Did it was literally there? like an old school like Western movie where they're like it's people the most are swinging from like chandeliers Whoa. and like throwing Who was it against shit. You? It was you guys against James. Dude, it was like. Everybody was so afraid I was going to hurt James that they kept holding me back. And then James would hit me and then run off and I would go after him. They grabbed me. <laughs> I, I we was going to lose my mind. Yeah. I was growling. I was so pissed. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, stop. I was like, if you fucking hold me down, I'm going to fucking literally elbow you in the throat. <laughs> like, I, can you imagine somebody's coming up and punching you and then like you're getting held back. And that, that would be crazy. That dickhead's just running around like free, like talking shit to you, running around. Oh, that would get me crazy. Yeah, yeah, I was losing it. Yeah, no, and then too, like I pushed one of Shay's, like, um, oh, you God. know, his his dad aside because I like got laser <laughs> focus on James, and then his brother saw that. Oh no! And then started, started pounding on Tom. Me, like, oh dude, my it was God! Nuts. Sheena's foot's gushing blood. Oh, dude, it was crazy. Yeah. Schwartz is like trying to get James in the headlock. Like I'm getting held back. I think I kicked him in the face at one point. I don't want to romanticize a bar Dude, it brawl. Not, but it's like you should. If you ever get a chance, you know, try. Maybe it. give it a try. Yeah, you heard it here, folks. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, another great moment. I'm just gonna bring up these as they come from VPR. It was season one when you guys were in Vegas and. Um, Oh man! Oh yeah, when Jax oh, came yeah. to oh, Vegas, oh. and like you, you guys like got outside of that bar, and Tom, you like took your shirt off for some reason. Two belts on. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever give the backstory as to why you were as faded as you were? Oh yeah, we were drinking. To. No, but I want to know why you took your shirt off. Because you were just like, I'm just gonna. That's what you do when you fight. I, I never yeah. understood that impulse, but um, I guess it's so you don't get your shirt dirty. I really like that shirt. <laughs> I really, really, really like that. You're like, shirt. I, did you? But did you like take it off, fold it, put it down, safe place, fight? Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> you like checked it with a valet. Those the pants. Coach those pants I was wearing were they were called the Slim Fuck jeans. I remember they were like four hundred dollar jeans, literally four hundred dollar jeans. Whoa, I got them from when I back when I did the Rock and Republic campaign. I Whoa. remember that. Yeah, you like literally at the first. Yeah, I was there. Did you hop into that fight also? Uh, no, I was. I thought it was hilarious. I was like, a... I accidentally took a Xanax. Yeah, literally the 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 Before engine was that? running. Nobody was behind the wheel. I totally blacked oh, out for like. There's like it. 15 minutes of like dead space. Whoa! Oh, that's the worst. I had no idea. I I like came to and like I had claw marks on me, <laughs> like no idea. <laughs> <laughs> that forever changed the, there's, the there's one there's one part you can see me in the restaurant there's one part where like they're talking oh shit God, to so each bad. other and I'm sitting there like, like here yelling at each other whatever and like I'm like smiling like this I'm like and like a fucking stool flies by my face <laughs> not even a blink nothing yeah like <laughs> the lights were on but nobody was on <laughs> no, man no, dude yeah um right, yeah. this is a good lead into our next question um, <laughs> oh, this is a two-parter, but this is connected to our second parter. Uh, hi, um, this is from Sue. Thanks, Sue, for hi, Sue. Uh, being part of the Patreon. What's up, Sue? Uh, hi, Tom. I was wondering what's your favorite song to sing on tour. Um, also, what's your favorite non-alcoholic drink now that you're not drinking? It's hard to say my favorite song. Because we switch them out a lot. We switch them out a lot. So, like, sometimes I'll, like, fall in love with a song, and then I'll get over it. I would say, like, I, I got to look like... At how, what songs have stayed? What songs we've stayed with for a long time? Right. Working yeah. for the weekend, I freaking love that That's song. That's a fun one. Um, you know, journey separate ways. Yeah. We kill mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. um, we just added uh, the 1975. Love it if you made That's it. That's my favorite one right now. Yeah, right now. Ooh, so this right is now, right now moments. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, being in a band like because our band, I mean, everybody is so good. Um, so being in a band that can just rip out like Muse hysteria, like that yeah. song is so it's so sick. Like also like our you know we open with Wolf Mother, uh, Joker and the Thief. Yeah, and like I feel like Blinding Lights. I mean, there's so many songs like Twenty Five or Six Two Four. Yeah, my my God, that's like the band sounds so cool on that song. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought you guys crushed it. What's that Queen song I love, Tom? Oh, somebody, somebody to love. love? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I thought that was right in your guys' wheelhouse. Yeah, not that man. they're not all in your wheelhouse. I'm just saying, 
Thanks, man. It's more of a vocally driven song, so I appreciate Very it. Very much so. Um, but yeah, and then um, oh, my favorite thing to drink. Big fan of. Oops. I like to make cocktails with Gia. It's a uh, non-alcoholic aperitif. One thing I feel like that this has that a lot of other things are lacking. Like I do actually really like this as well. I like the the tequila, the ritual tequila. Um, they're really nice. If you notice, this has a better viscosity to it. This also has a nice viscosity to it. Um, some non-alcoholic spirits tend to be very thin. Mm-hmm. Um, watery. And taste yeah, watery. They literally taste like water out of a faucet. Um, you can taste it. And that's honestly like one of the biggest differences between a premium and an ultra premium spirit in general Like, is the water that they use and the packaging. So... Um, a lot of these non-alcoholic spirits, I can tell, are using like you know, I can taste the fluoride, mm. literally in the water, so or that they're using, and with something that doesn't have like such a strong taste, you know, affecting thing like alcohol in it, you know, you got to be really careful about the water that you use. This is awesome though; it's a great aperitif. It's so flavorful, so many botanicals. If you want the burn, by the way, if you're chasing the burn but you're not drinking. Apple cider vinegar is the way to go. Mm. You don't want to use too much of it, but if you're missing the burn. Sue, by the way, like also if you just Google neurotropics or like adaptogens, you know, if you want to get like a nice pleasant buzz without drinking, those are all good. You'll find all kinds of cool little tinctures and drinks. Cheers, Sue. So yeah, Sue. Yeah. yeah. And then there's a couple of beers that you've been drinking, non-alcoholic mm. beers. Yeah, my favorite um, is... Sam Adams, just the haze. It's so good. Um, this one is from Karen. Okay, you, Karen, you refer to yourself as a stupid reality star. Seems like a pretty big platform. Why do you think it's stupid? Well, uh, you know, like uh, I'm not like Dave, David, and Vic, uh, David Beckham, and Victoria Beckham. Like you know, I I feel like we were not like on that platform. Like we're not like. Uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce like sometimes you have self-worth issues about what you're contributing to society maybe that's that that as well but then we're in the bars and people are like dude you you helped get me through the pandemic I laughed my ass off to your show yeah and then I'm like okay so wait yeah that's very true maybe we are contributing something to society a little mental break a little cognitive ease bring it on it is a great platform I just I guess like because our show in the past has been so like tumultuous and messy, I just assumed that it would kind of almost like blend in in a sense with like what has happened in the past. I didn't think it would be such big news. Yeah. Mm. Like, oh, another cheating scandal again on Bravo. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I kind of figured it would be like an eye roll. Yeah, it was like the right place at the right time culturally, I think. Yeah. Slow news day. This is also from Karen. Karen? You mentioned you had a lot of anger coming into Special Forces. Has a lot of that dissipated in the last few months? Or is that still there? And if so, how do you channel that slash deal with it? Um, as far as the anger goes, I did. And one of the ways that I have learned to deal with anger, one of the reasons why I was able to stop drinking currently was doing guided meditation. That has really helped me deal. I used to drink to numb, like, especially at the beginning of this whole scandal. And even in general, um, I would do that. And my relationship with alcohol was starting to get, you know, not healthy. And so I knew it would only get worse if I kept going the way I was going. I had to make a change, and I had to do something very drastic and that way I could because the last thing I, I'm not saying I'm never going to drink again not right now but the last thing I wanted to do was fucking ruin it or like I can't that's the thing I love drinking so much that I don't want to abuse it I know for some people it's not that easy because you oh, no of course you struggle with addiction yeah. but, but it's, it's because like it's also a... they've gotten to that point yeah yeah, too. yeah that has a lot to do like and I was going there yeah and um uh, yeah 
Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I know. No, that's it. I don't. I I love. I love drinking a lot. I don't want to fuck it up. So do I. I, don't I love it a good too. Thing. I have so we have so much. We've yeah. had so much fun together, drinking and having. All of us have. Yeah. And the last thing I would want to do is be like, oh, I can't because, and now, and I knew there was a that was a pivotal time where I needed to to check myself before I, I could erect myself. Yeah. But I, I feel like I'm in a pretty good place considering. I think so too. Yeah. Um, this person asks, it's kind of a long one, so mm. stick with me here. Okay. <laughs> I've been dying to ask this, but I thought it was invasive. Okay. But it was baffling to me why you would stay with someone for so long who refused to be intimate. A lot of people are in miserable, sexless relationships, but they don't see any better options, so they just stay put. But you're in Hollywood. You're a great-looking guy surrounded by great-looking women. I always wondered why you felt like you had to put up with that, considering, from my outsider vantage point, it seems like you had a lot of other options. I'm guessing that wasn't how it looked from your vantage point. Who's that? This, there's no name here. It's your mother, isn't it? It's my mom, Mara. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, Mom! That's fucked up. <laughs> um, so you, that one sounds like a loaded question. Be honest. Yeah, it is a loaded question. Man, I don't know if there's um, any right answer to that. Well, it's not about right or wrong. It's just you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, look, like I. Take a Okay. Yes, being in Hollywood, there are a lot of people out here. Obviously, it's a huge city. Well, being anywhere, there's a lot of there's, people. There's a lot of people anywhere in the world these days. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Um, What's the current population on Earth now? Is it six billion, seven, seven billion I'm plus eight. My <laughs> almost eight, yeah. Um, I was. We were kind of in a bubble. Like it's not like I can be like you know fishing or anything like that. I also was in a state of mind where I just didn't really understand or accept outside of like. And, you know, at that time, like, I, like thinking outside the box or outside of my relationship, I had pretty much come, like, this is it. Like, you know, until, obviously, that happened with Rachel. But I just sort of accepted what I was. I was and I also felt that it was a part of my identity, you know, kind of like you and Katie. Like, yeah. Ariana and I, I felt like it was, Ariana was part of my identity, yeah, yeah, exactly. And on that note, it's like when the intimacy was lacking when I was married, I was never thinking like, man, there's a lot of hot chicks in LA. I better go find one. Yeah, that so, seems so, so to satisfy my Everest. my er, my my impulses. It was like, how do we? How, let's work on this. Let's be constructive. Let's go to therapy. Let's uh, do. Let's yeah. go on. Let's take a vacation together. Let's. Yeah, that's usually like the last thing you think of is like, well, now I'm going to go find another girl, woman. Yeah. That's like the last thing you want to, yeah. you know, think about. Maybe in the 80s. You uh, also like, you know, everybody knew me as that. <clears throat> and so like the vibe, the like I'm not on anybody's radar that way and nobody was on my radar that way. And I think that probably had a lot to do with how, why this thing with Rachel was so unexpected, you know, and so surprising to, to both of us. You know, I, I was very insecure. I had low self-worth in that aspect. I felt undesirable. And when I kind of got that attention, it got a part of me to maybe like rebel essentially because I wasn't happy and I knew we weren't happy, but I didn't know. And and then at that point, it's like, I started, I'm like, what do I do? You know what I mean? I'm, you're like freaking out. Yeah, of course. This is from Lisa. Lisa asked a lot of questions. So thank you, Lisa. I, thank you, Lisa. Thanks, Lisa. We appreciate it. Yeah, you sure are. Um, forgive me if this is too personal. Uh Oh, <laughs> but do you follow a certain religion? Uh Oh, um, I heard you say you went to Catholic school, so I'm curious. I did go to Catholic school. Um, I went up till fifth grade, um, but I stayed in my parish all the way through eighth grade. I was confirmed. I went through confirmation, all that stuff. Um, 
I'm not really that into organized religion. Um, I think there's pros and cons to both all, all things in that nature. Um, I, I have friends that are all like the colors of the rainbow of religions and not and spiritual and whatever and just sort of go with the flow and you know yeah but uh yeah I grew up like in a Catholic parish in the Midwest you know go to church every week yeah is it blasphemous to just cherry pick the best parts from different religions no I think that's I think that's actually a really evolved thing to do I was raised Catholic too yeah I never got confirmation though I remember being at one point I was like um what do you call what do you call the classes oh PSR yeah did it, is it called PSR? I think so. Like, and yeah. I remember one day I just was like, I hate this. I'm never coming back. I don't care if I get scolded or what's going to happen. I don't care what the repercussions are. I just remember hating it. Not religion, but just like it's the it was class. just a weird the vibe. And I remember you had the to go after school. Smell. Yes, and it <laughs> felt like it just felt – Um, I always felt uneasy <clears throat> in there. It felt like culty, at least where I was. Yeah. Yeah. No, no fond memories of that yeah. experience. And I'm Jewish, and Tom, I know you talked about cherry-picking from certain religions, so you said you were interested in the bris part. So next week you said you were going to come get a bris. <laughs> so I have that scheduled. Oh. Um, she also asks, will you cover the VPR theme song on your tour? If not, why not? Uh, well, I hear it a lot. It can be a little <laughs> trigger. It's a little triggering, isn't it? It just reverberates around in my mind like yeah. 24-7. Well, we do we do a song, we do a deep cut from Vanderpump. Yeah, you do. We TIP. do. Oh, we do TIP. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if we were deep, like I know James DJs and he plays it, so I feel like that's a little bit different. I mean, because he's like playing other songs. Like we're like a live band. I feel like it might be a little weird. I think I think us playing that would be like low hanging fruit. Yeah. Yes. I think if you guys put your own twist on it, it could be magical. I just don't Maybe want like I have a, no desire to. We did to. like a jazz version or yes. something. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Like if we changed it up a bit, like a funk, like a jazz funky funk jazz version. Something like that would be good. Yeah. Like you might cook one up real quick. Hate it. <laughs> I feel like they would just revolt. No. Um. <laughs> Okay, she Lisa also asked, she's really getting her money's worth. What is you or the band's biggest pet peeve regarding fans at a concert? <laughs> Get it. I can say mine. Um I have like a hundred. <laughs> you can answer this better. You answer you, it first. I'll answer mine <laughs> first. Jason, you should answer it too. Because Jason deal Jason's the band manager of those of you that don't know. And the drummer. And the drummer. Um, and he deals with a lot, and I love you for that. All the nonsense. Uh, and you kill it. Thank you. Uh, and he sees everything from, you know, as the drummer, because um, he's got, like, such an elevated, like, yeah. Um, my biggest thing is, like, I hate when people come that want to, like, I don't know, be a certain way towards me but then like end up sort of channeling it to other band members like for some reason like people have been really rude to Maddie our my other our other singer yeah I mean th- it's gotten so much better it's so much better it's fine it's not like that bad, back in but, like, but like some people you know they get a little drunk and they like start acting it's like I don't know if they're jealous of Maddie or something I don't know why Maddie specifically I, I just think they want to target people who are like close to you and who are like who want to put themselves near you like they think Maddie shouldn't be in your band like she should be mad at you and not even want to play music with you Mm. yeah I mean that is my my biggest pet peeve because like the band Maddie I mean all these they have nothing to do with anything that you have done or so it's like the same thing at the restaurant exactly these people don't like 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 half of our staff is like I I've barely heard of Vanderpump Rules. Like, I don't really... I mean, I stayed away from Schwartz and Sandy's for so long. There's there's people that, like, work there that don't even know me. Yeah. 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 Jade, Emma. Yeah. Our new servers. 
<laughs> Who are they? I think you just met them. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if you put Rachel up in a lineup, the band would not be able to point her out and pick her out. They have no idea who she is. Yeah. None of the band members watch Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. They have no idea. They don't know the references. They don't know. That's They've true. They don't. TIP before. They're they're like younger. A lot yeah. Of they have no idea about any of this. Like I had to explain a lot of this to them. You know what I mean? They have no idea. Not a single clip. By the, by the way, you know what I've been getting a lot of lately? I've had a lot of people who started watching our show when they were like 11, 12, 13, yeah. which blows my mind. That is crazy. And they're coming in and they're celebrating anniversaries or like just getting married or graduating college. And they're like, dude, I know this is weird, but I've been watching you since I was 11. And they're like, I'm 22 now. Do you want to go on a date? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, plot twist. No, um, that, that didn't actually happen. Well, but. people always say to you, like, oh, I, I like, grew up with you. Yeah. Like, I know you. I feel like I grew up with you. Yeah. It's crazy you know, to it think. something. Yeah. Um, but yeah. overall, maybe I went, devolved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I learned a lot of lessons on what not to do in life yeah. from <laughs> yeah. Tom Sandoval. Yeah. But overall, I do want to put it out there. The shows have been awesome. They have We're been. going on tour in November. Come out. Go to our website. Get tickets. Yeah. The shows have been amazing. Uh, so we thank you, everybody. we got a great tour coming up in the yeah. Midwest. It's going to be really, I'm so yeah, excited. So positive vibes. Really, they've been amazing. Um, Lisa, we love the questions. She continues to ask, what is the significance of the white necklace you often wear? Uh, some call it the Fruit Loop necklace. I think you're wearing it right now. I'm wearing it right now. Lisa... This necklace was given to me by sh- this. This necklace was given to me by Schwartz. Uh, right Ian there. Charms is the people that make it, um, and Schwartz had this made for me, and it was like my first time since maybe like you know late '90s, early 2000s that I like wore like a choker style necklace like this. So I like put it on. I fell in love with it. I love that it was not like any specific color or whatever. And I wear it like all the time. In fact, this is my second one. The first one broke mm. when I was trying on clothes. Uh, my luggage incumbent when I did special forces. Yeah. New Zealand broke and I had another one made. It's a cool necklace. Yeah. I love Those it, dude. Really cool. It's a Sandy on it. Short's got it made. He has one too. Yeah. Right? You just dig it? I love it. I like it too. Yeah, they're really cool. All right, last one from Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Lisa. She finally asks, uh, who is your favorite singer slash band? <sighs> that is so, so, so hard to say, but uh, I would say I've seen this band many times. They are so unbelievably talented. I highly recommend, even if you're not a massive, if you're not a huge I fan of it, yep. Muse. Yes, I knew it. He loves Muse. Yep, I was, yep. They are I mean, I. We saw them. Brandon Boyd. And uh, the Incubus, also a big fan oh, of them. Yeah, that's right. But like, Muse <laughs> is like, there are technically, I think, four members. There's like three members, but there's like always, there's a fourth member that like, like kind of stays in the back, but. Plays keys and stuff. Yeah, like, Matt Bellamy is phenomenal. They're all so good. They're so good. I mean, they put out so much sound. They're like the most polished band ever and like all their songs are so much bigger live they're so much yeah they're so clear they're perfect they never miss a note it's like visually like like you know yeah. we saw them in the spring uh, at crypto arena yeah and it was I, I knew them i've never seen them before the most it was the most amazing show i've ever seen in my entire life wow it blew my mind like Dude, beyond high praise Really, yeah. I am. I'm not hyping him up. The They're, only show oh I would, God. the only show that's ever been better than like any Muse show, really, was uh, Beyonce Homecoming at Coachella. Mm. Saw that. That was phenomenal. That was a the, yeah. That was a. There was probably a, my favorite. That is my favorite show ever. And I'm not even like a massive Beyonce wow. fan. I, I love Beyonce, just not like you know. But that show was, yeah, like that's amazing. Like the iconic. best show I've ever Instantly seen. Instantly iconic. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Deborah Turner, thank you, Debbie. She asks, Tom, where do you see yourself in five years slash ten years? Hopefully alive. Yes. We hope so too. Hopefully alive. Um, who's this for? From Deborah. Deborah. Um, I'm not really sure. I mean, I uh, 
I think five years ago I saw myself somewhere else than I am right now. Um, so I try not to plan too far ahead because um, sometimes a plan is a list of things that aren't going to happen. <laughs> but yeah, you have goals, objectives, yeah. dreams, visions. Slowly building. But um, like obviously companies, things like that, putting things out there. Like, I mean, my goal is... <laughs> My goal is to retire by fifty. No, that's my goal. I mean, I'm still gonna work. But yeah. My goal is I like I don't have to work hard after fifty. Yeah, I don't want to have to work 55. hard. After fifty-five. Yeah, I don't want to have to work hard, wealthy, but, but I'd like to uh, have multiple sources of residual income set up and be able to love and live and possibly uh, laugh. <laughs> you put that on a card or something. What about the neck tattoo? Maybe a neck tattoo. Five years from now. That will fade away. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. This is from uh, Krista Marie. Okay. Krista Marie asks, thank you, Krista, for being a Patreon subscriber. Hi, Krista. Yes, thank you. Why did it seem like you were or are so angry at Ariana during the breakup? And I guess leading, leading up. It really didn't seem to make sense that you seem very angry at her on top of being sorry. I just didn't know if you have addressed that yet anywhere in the podcast, which I love, by the way. Thank you. And it seemed out of character for you to be upset at her over your decision to handle things in such a not Tom way. You kind of did a Jax. That's a burn. <laughs> so, Krista, uh, thank you for your question. And yes, it was definitely way out of character for me to act the way that I did. Um which I definitely feel bad about. Um, I would never speak to Ariana that way, ever. In fact, it was kind of the opposite. I sort of walked on eggshells around Ariana. Um, at that time, with what had happened and what I, what I had done, it created a sort of a triggering uh, sort of like a a domino effect of like me sort of revolt like me with the Rachel thing was obviously yearning for for love passion my insecurity everything like that's one of the reasons why it went on so long is because of my I had such low self-worth but I was starting to realize through therapy that that had come from being put down and made to feel corny and stupid and not worthy of speaking. Like you can see, like you can watch Ariana throughout all of filming, you know, like she shushes me. She speaks for me, tells me this is a conversation for the adults, you know, and like kind of does that thing. And she had always kind of acted that way. I was always kind of like seen in her eyes as a little like inferior when it came to like my point of view and things. I'm glad to see her doing well. I'm glad to see that, like, driving out of all this shit, negative stuff, like, to me, yeah, it's shitty. It's horrible. I can't change the past. But it's at least endearing to see positive things coming out of it. Us breaking up and, vill and me being the ultimate villain in that situation makes her the ultimate fucking hero because the relationship was ending. You know? Yeah. And she's killing it right now. Yeah. And and that's great. Yeah. I, I do really like seeing it. Yeah. Like. For sure. Um. Okay. We got one from Sarah A here. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. Uh, all the tabloids keep talking about a mystery girl. I'm sure you have plenty. Um, but do you plan on taking monogamy serious? Are you planning on being a bachelor until until you die? Again, this goes under that like five. Hi, <laughs> Sarah. Cheers, cheers to monogamy. By the way, <laughs> mm. <laughs> see, Sarah, this goes back to that. Wow, that's hot. That's got to burn. <laughs> this goes back to that five ten year uh, plan situation. I do plan on taking monogamy seriously. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I think it's really important for me to stay single right now 
And whether it's getting out of my system right now or if it's just like understanding what I should or should have in my life, you know? Don't you feel the same way, Schwartz? Yeah, because the next time I get into um, a real relationship or a committed, like we talked about this, I think I want to, I want to try to make it the real deal. I want to go the distance. Yeah, I mean, but your last now, one you did too, and so yeah. did I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I want to keep it light right now and just yeah. have fun. But I mean, even then, like, also, you know, like, I also believe too that, like, you can have a very happy, fulfilled life with, like, let's say I have a partner for another, like, 10 years and then we come to a place where we're not, we don't want to be together anymore, then I have those 10 years. Like, I know a lot of people break up and they, like, want to, like, delete that part of their life and, like, act like it didn't happen. I embrace all the great memories, and I'm sure you do too. Like, I love it. Like, I'm so proud of them, you know? Like, it was a great moment in my life, just, like, even before. Like, you know, I, I ran into a girl... You you met her like yeah. two 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 of my ex girlfriends came to shows when we were on our last bit of our tour. Oh my uh, god, yeah, Lisa Nashville Blades and Savannah and her husband and uh, Michelle uh, Smith. Like, dude, uh, I'm literally I'm like saying her full names. <laughs> my two ex girlfriends and and it's so great to see them. They're doing so well. Got kids, um, and I look back on like the you know like yeah. such great memories in my life. Yeah. All right, we got two more, two more quick ones. Um, Dakota asks, um, favorite snack slash I'm coming to the meet and greet in Angola, Indiana. That's right, we're coming to Indiana. Yes. Uh, Thanks, that? Dakota. Dakota. That's Dakota. We'll see you in Indiana. Hell favorite yeah. Favorite snack. What's your favorite snack, Tom? What's up, Dakota? Uh, <laughs> getting deep here. I can't wait to meet you. Deep, it's a deep one. <sighs> you might cry on this one, Tom. Yeah. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, my favorite... Uh, uh, Dakota, my favorite snack currently is queso, queso cheese popcorners chips with Jack Link's original beef jerky. All together? Them together. Wow. That's a healthy snack. What's If you're going to be like it's bad. Not, it's not healthy. healthy. Tom, that is such queso? a healthy. No, no. These are like, those are like healthy chips. <laughs> oh, they are? They're the pop chips. Oh. They're not like, like keto chips. We got not keto. What's yes, up? they are. We're talking Cool Ranch Doritos. Get them in like the keto aisle, like in the healthy no. chip aisle. They're still like 150 calories per serving. They're not Doritos, Tom. Okay. They're, they're not fun. You were to be like the baddest Tom you could be. I, well, that's honestly like what I would, but I'll eat like a whole fucking bag of that <laughs> shit. I'll like, that'll be like a meal for me. I'll eat the whole thing. Family size bag of that with like two big bags of beef jerky. Um, he grunts like crazy when he's eating that too. It's like what's my favorite snack? Shit, I mean I can tell you that I love cookies and milk. Well, you see that is a revelation. I I've never love, seen you eat cookies and milk. There's a reason why. <laughs> no cookies in the house. When Schwartz wow. moved in, when cookies Schwartz moved milk. in, I told him I was like, listen, you can keep whatever you want in the pantry. But you got to keep your cookies in your room. He said, "No gingeroos." If you've had the gingeroos at Trader Joe's, oh, they're really so good. good. Are those your favorite kind of cookies, like ginger cookies? I like soft. I don't like chocolate chip that much. I like soft cookies. Gooey. Like, I like like uh, oh, like, like a gooey cookie, oatmeal gooey. raisin, oh yeah, white chocolate macadamia nut. Oh. Uh, those gingeroos, yeah. so good. Like I slurp the milk out. It's like whoa. But I'll eat all of them, <laughs> the entire bag. I've bared witness to it. It's a sensational. He's like the cookie monster. I'm like oh. Lois on Brownie Day. If you watch uh, Family oh, Guy, yeah. we're gonna miss the show. We're gonna miss the show. <laughs> like she's like, I made brownies, and then like he gets there, and she's like, <laughs> she's like literally sobbing. She's like, What did I do? <laughs> I should do an anti ASMR episode where we just watch oh, Tom eat a, a fucking uh, bag of cookies. What, I'm telling you, what is that called? What is that called? Um, what is that called when people on uh, YouTube? They just eat like a ton of food. Uh, oh, mukbang. Yeah, you know what mukbang is? Yeah. Oh no. my god, we should do a mukbang episode. We should get it's a, when you get like a tremendous amount of food and just eat it all. We need to witness Tom for for the uh, Patreon uh, uh, subscribers. Some, we need guy. to witness Tom eat. Us. I want him to cry too Jesus. while he's eating the bag of cookies. Um, oh fuck, man! 
or maybe a oh, whole. We're gonna do that. Like oh, we could go old school, Tom, and get a Papa John's pizza with pepperoni, jalapenos, dip it in the cheese sauce. Dude, somebody watch me eat. Oh, oh my god, dude. Yeah, that's for the OnlyFans. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that'd be sick. All right. I love, I love, I love jalapeno pepper. All right, Papa John's jalapeno pepperoni, uh, hand tossed with mm. like five cups of warmed up nacho cheese sauce to dip it in. Whoa, he's knuckle deep in that shit, and I, I'm telling you, I've witnessed it. He converted me. I get it. It's really good. So good. I prefer thin crust, but yeah. Wow. Um. All right. Last question is from and and we still have a lot of questions we're gonna get to them all yeah but we only have so much time here um it's from janet and she says we love uh the studio do you think you'll be updating it at all and uh janet funny you say that is because we have a new piece of art that we wanted to introduce on this episode (laughs) yes uh it's right here actually hold on one second i'm gonna go grab it it is a this was uh, famously painted at a paint and sip. Shorts, season, do you mind? Season, season three? No, like five, maybe four. Do the honors. It's a portrait that Schwartz painted of me, and this, I think it's amazing. This is a Schwartz original of Tom that we will never be hanging up somewhere in the studio. It's pretty good. It's pretty damn good. It's like anime Sandoval. I love it, dude. It's so good. It's like I love the cheekbones and the eyes personally. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I when I when we sold the house, me and Katie, I just <laughs> I didn't know what to do with this. I was like, do I bring it to my new apartment? I don't Katie know. didn't want that. <laughs> we. <laughs> <laughs> that she she fought. No, we had we had to fought over that. There was a high stakes game of paper rock scissors, and fortunately, I won. Um, Where should we put it? I don't know. Is it put on Jason's side, maybe? I honestly feel like we just put it front and center, but oh, I man. wanted that in my house, but I understand that it has to be in here, but I want it. It has a dark energy to it. No, it doesn't. Okay, okay. I feel like I'm it projecting. feels like, I'm I feel projecting. like it feels like it belongs like in that art gallery from like Beverly Hills Cop, the first one. <laughs> That's a good reference. I don't know if you remember that. Dude, there's like a table with the spinning heads on it. Oh. Serge is there. Would you like an espresso with a little lemon twist? <laughs> oh, yeah, I actually do remember that now. I feel like this person should be working in there, whoever this person is. Yeah, definitely. Cool. That's that. Would you well, close up the show? Guys, thank you so much for your questions. Hopefully, I didn't piss off too many people. Maybe uh, again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man sorry i was losing my voice schwartz thank you so much for joining yes, us thank, thank you for you having me guys so much for, for being subscribing here, to our yeah. patreon also we have a lot of dates uh coming up in for the band we're gonna be touring um you know check out the link click the link you can go to uh tom sandoval the most extras.com get tickets we have meet and greets and uh we're gonna yeah it's gonna be the midwest it's gonna yeah be we're, awesome. gonna, uh, we're starting Indiana. in uh des plains illinois 9th to the 19th, right? Yeah, we'll be out uh, November 9th, and we're going to be in the Midwest through the 19th. So, yeah, go check us out. It's going to be great. Yeah, and then we got BravoCon coming up. It's like, wow, just getting started. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Come hang with us. Tom Tom, Shorts and Zandies. Yes. Woo!